This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. How's everybody doing? Happy Wednesday. Might be a wet Wednesday in Northeast Arkansas. Not might be, will be. Be safe, friends. At the same time, stop doom scrolling. We're going to be okay. We'll have any updates for you throughout the course of the show that you might need. But hey, we got two hours to kill. Talking about some sports, some headlines, some news, some this, some that. You know how it goes. Thanks for tuning in today on the Workday Red Zone. Of course, uh, we're coming at you from the Ticket Radio Network, and there are several places you can find us all up and down your radio dial, but also at 953theticket.com. And of course, uh, yes, there is an app for that. You can download the TuneIn app, search for KDA, and we'll be with you wherever you might go, as long as you have cell service, of course. Uh, if you want to shout at us today, 9303776 is the number to call. You can also interact with us on social media, facebook.com slash the Ticket Radio. Also, uh, you can shout at us on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie, or I have today's question posted using the hashtag WDRZ. Hey, I'm Kara Richie. I'm joined in studio for hour one by Keith Merritt. Good afternoon. Of course, producer Kate Carlton is here. Good afternoon. He is already watching baseball. Yeah, Kyle Hendricks is getting shelled in the first <laughs> inning. <laughs> so we'll get uh, we'll get some Cubs Pirates updates out of Cade today. And uh, several other things on the docket to be discussed as well. Heads up at 1230 today. We will have our A-State Spotlight brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions as we catch up with women's golf coach M.J. Debian Shaw. Uh, good timing here as they're coming <laughs> off a win at the ORU shootout. Uh, and then uh, in addition to that, or the ORU Spring Invitational, excuse me, but in addition to that, coming up on Sunday, Arkansas State is going to be in Daytona Beach, taking part in the Sunbelt Conference Championship. So we'll get a recap and a preview today as we catch up with MJ Debian Shaw again. Uh, she will join us at 1230. In the meantime, looking over some other news and notes, it is signing day around college basketball. Arkansas State did pick up a commitment last night, a walk-on commit from Parker St. Pierre. We'll learn more about him later on in the program. Otherwise, a quiet day so far for news. But again, if we see anything, we will keep you updated. Uh, Meanwhile, number six, Arkansas, shut out UAPB twice in a doubleheader sweep Tuesday at Baumwalker Stadium. Final scores there, 15-0 and 6-0 as Arkansas allowed just four Lions hits on the day. So Hogs uh, cruising right now against in-state competition. They've won 10 in a row against teams from the state of Arkansas. In the pros, Albert Pujols homered for the first time since returning to St. Louis. Andrew Kisner with a three-run shot as the Cardinals defeated Kansas City 6-5 to yesterday. Nolan Arenado, by the way, also went deep in that game. The teams were slated to ramp up their two-game series this afternoon at 12-15 on 95-9 The Wolf. However, it looks in St. Louis about like it looks here. They've canceled the, uh, postponed the game until Next month, I think. Yeah, so no Cardinal baseball today. Second time already this short season that the Cardinals have had a game postponed. And I was looking forward to Wayno versus Crank. Yeah. That was going to be fun. Also, the Cardinals kind of own Kansas City, so it's just usually a fun matchup whenever those teams Kansas City is, they're not all the way back yet, but they're showing signs of, of getting there. We will, of course... 
recap the recap what happened yesterday in that game. Guys, can we just keep it light on today's question of the day, please? <laughs> just please, as soon as we throw it out there. Uh, but, uh, but uh, yeah, a lot to get into over the course of the next couple of hours. I, let's go ahead and throw out that KavanaughCars.com question. Who is the worst team owner in sports? Current team owner in sports. Let's go with active team owners in sports. We know of several who have been banned from their respective leagues or had their teams taken over for infractions, uh, both financial and then, of course, much more significant than that. But worst team owner in sports currently. That is our KavanaughCars.com question today. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of competition, turns out. Oh, yeah. In fact, uh, when I walked in the studio, Keith said, you already know my answer. And I was looking around at the current sports landscape and thinking, no, no, I don't. Because there's a lot going on right now. And uh, none of it's good with some people who have entirely too much money and don't know how to handle that. Other than usually to complain that they don't have enough, which seems to be part of the current landscape in professional sports right now. on third base thought he had a triple. But if you look at uh, some of the major stories going on in professional sports today, one of the stories that broke yesterday that kind of pertains to this, uh, Dan Snyder, who it's kind of a question as to how he still owns the Washington franchise to begin with, but he's in hot water. And there are there are times when you can get, you know, your your fan base mad and times when you can get uh, maybe your municipal leaders mad. If you have a case that is in front of the U.S. House of Representatives committee, <laughs> that's not that's not good. And it's being referred to the Federal Trade Commission. That's a federal case. That's, that's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Supposedly in Washington... Uh, they have been fudging the numbers. Cooking the books. They have basically, uh, they're allegedly going through a situation where they have spent decades using unlawful accounting that withheld millions of dollars owed to season ticket holders and, here's the kicker, hid money from the NFL's sharing revenue system. So, all of these things in the past that didn't necessarily look good for Dan Snyder and you thought maybe he was going to lose that team possibly. At the end of the day, I don't know how much the NFL truly cared about that. But you hide money from the NFL, they're going to care about that. You hide money from your fellow owners, they don't like they're that. They're going to care about all. that. It is uh it's going to probably lead to a significant situation there in in Washington. Also, by the way, possible criminal charges cuz again, which is not good. If you're hiding money from all of these people, you're probably hiding money from the IRS, too. And they don't take that lightly. So it appears that they are in uh, some pretty significant trouble there in, in Washington. Of course, he's already, that franchise has already dealt with credible allegations of sexual harassment, uh, inappropriate behavior, abuse within the corporate cor- corporate culture. Uh, they had some stuff happen in the mid-2000s that was not good. And anyways, they've already started uh, sharing testimony that looks kind of damning to Snyder. But we'll see how that goes. Apparently, this dude already has nine lives in terms of being able to continue to hold on to his team. So certainly, nothing is set in stone there. But 
that is just one of the owners that could possibly be in the running for this. Uh, yesterday news was uh, being discussed a lot in, in baseball with the Reds ownership and some comments that, that they made that kind of in a roundabout threatening way, their owner was kind of threatening to, to remove that franchise from Cincinnati. The owner's kid. The owner's kid, thank you. The owner's kid. So that situation certainly doesn't look good. Some of the comments he made, which his comments were not about, you know, wanting to build a better franchise or have more success or anything like that. He was mad at the fan base for not supporting and then saying that uh, the team was never going to be more profitable in Cincinnati. If you're talking to your fans about profits and you're... They don't care. Yeah, so... I don't care if the Cardinals make money at all. I want them to win. I don't want them to lose money particularly because, you know, that's not a good way to run a business. But if they just broke even and won, I'm fine with that. The people that own the club, own the franchise, they're not fine with that. Now, they have a reasonable business model that says, we can put this much into payroll if we draw these many people. Okay, that's reasonable. Yeah. Continuing uh, again, the KavanaughCars.com question today, who is the worst team owner in sports? There's going to be times today we probably cut in and out due to weather alerts. So apologies in advance for that. In fact, just heard one go off. So if you're streaming and all of a sudden we switch gears midstream and talk about nothing, which is, I mean, that's what we do for two hours anyways, but kind of (laughs) talk about even more of nothing. Uh, It's probably because we've got a weather alert going on in the background. Of course, when there is a weather alert, you can't hear us on your radio dial. You can hear us on streaming. So it's kind of just going to be an interesting day. Right now, though, uh, pretty much, uh, I don't know if I've seen any watches or warnings in our radio listening area. But, of course, uh, we do anticipate some severe weather later this afternoon. So as that looks like it is closer to being on the horizon, we will keep you updated. I, I will say this, though. Friends, stop stop doom scrolling. Like it, it's, if you're sitting there and you're hitting refresh on uh, a meteorologist Twitter or their Facebook over and over or checking in on the latest video you're not exactly going to help your anxiety and you're probably not helping yourself be any more weather aware. Put your phone down so you can make sure that it's charged. Make sure you have your alerts turned on as most of us do. As we all realized a few uh, weeks ago at three o'clock in the morning when there was a weather alert that went off, just, but, but stop, stop doom scrolling. You're not, you are not helping yourself by doing that. And, And this is a message for me as well. But again, just be weather aware. Again, any updates that happen throughout the course of, course not just my show but while kate is on while bobo is on we'll make sure and keep you updated stop. because that's what we do stop doom scrolling it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay we're gonna be okay uh we're gonna come back and we're gonna get caught up on uh some arkansas state news again mj Davy and shaw joining us at twelve thirty as well so that's what's on the slate for the next couple of segments keep it right here with us on the workday red zone nobody crunches the numbers like kara take that for data 
The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Crack screen on your phone or tablet, it happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station, where all iPhone screens are repaired in 20 minutes and all accessories are buy one, get one free. Cell Phone Station near Fuji Steakhouse in Jonesboro. Call 870-203-0993. Hey, all it's Brandon Baxter for my tire and wheel store, local tire and wheel. And Nick Robinson joins me. And Nick, people are all kinds of fired up, all kinds of excited because local tire and wheel is now offering six months, same as cash. That's right. Customers asked for it over this past year, and we really feel like we're coming through with it. Six months, same as cash is now here at local tire and wheel. I think it's pretty obvious in life, most of us don't budget for tires. We don't put money back, but when we need them, we need them. Absolutely. Tires are a necessity. And whether you think about it or not, now we've got a program that can offer you good quality safe tires at an affordable price. So $20 gets you started on the tires you need and the wheels you want with no credit check and everybody approved. And hey, we know life is expensive right now, so we're making things easier with this six months same as cash with the same great service we've always had. So six months same as cash, $20 gets you started, no credit check, everyone approved. It's Local Tire and Wheel. 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro, localtireandwheel.com, and on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. Northeast Arkansas Construction is hiring to build the future, building out the region's fiber optic network to connect to the world. Here's Brian with another great thing about working at NEA Construction. The non-judgmental attitude of the owners, the willingness for, for someone to go out of their way to help you in every aspect, not only just on the job, but in, you know, in life and focus on another issue inside your life other than just the business side of it. That's really what surprised me the most. NEA Construction takes pride in being Arkansas's leading fiber optic construction company. Join our great work environment with state-of-the-art equipment, full training, fully paid health insurance, and paid vacation, all at industry-leading hourly pay. Call 870-972-8565 or visit nearkansasconstruction.com. Northeast Arkansas Construction. We make a difference. Equal Opportunity Employer. Hey, have you downloaded that new Deals Around Town app? I haven't. What's that? It's a new free app that can save you a ton of money at local businesses like Gearhead Outfitters, Munchies, Gossip Nails, Fat City, Steamroller Blues, China Buffet, Upper Crust Pizza Company, Los Arcos Enhancements Boutique. <sighs> yeah, and that's just a few. Wow. So tell me again what to search. Deals Around Town. It's easy to download and so much savings. Oh, I love this. Deals Around Town. And don't forget, it's free. Roof Raiders works hard to keep a roof over our heads. And when it needs to be repaired, go with the locally owned, five-star rated, and award-winning professionals that cover Northeast Arkansas. I'm talking Roof Raiders. Roof Raiders works fast, and they take extra care to make sure every shingle and nail and detail is done right. And Roof Raiders takes the extra step of working with your insurance adjusters on the phone or face-to-face to negotiate on your behalf. Call now for a free inspection. 870-919-6085. That's 870-919-6085. Or online at roofraiders.com. Your vehicle is a personal and important investment. At Central Collision Center, we're more than collision repair. We do everything from minor paint touch-ups and windshield replacements to framework. We're committed to customer satisfaction and provide the highest quality of service. At Central Collision Center, we provide honest and expert auto care and offer a written lifetime warranty and on-site rental car arrangements. Stop by or give us a call today to schedule your free estimate. Central Collision Center, professional, convenient, reliable. Find Central Chevrolet on Stadium and online at centralcollisionctr.com. Courage. I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. (laughs) 
Learn about adopting a teen from foster care at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. back to the Workday Red Zone, continuing to keep on keeping on on the Wednesday. 15 minutes away from a conversation with MJ Davey and Shaw as uh, women's golf at Arkansas State coming off a win at the Oral Roberts Spring Invite and then uh, got their sights set on Daytona Beach next week for the Sunbelt Conference Championship. It is that time of year. We're starting to see some spring sports championships. Yeah. Uh, so just a heads up that that is uh, currently on the radar. Elsewhere for Arkansas State, it's a quiet day. So we're scanning around and, and looking at news. Of course, it is uh, the late signing day for college basketball and several other sports. However, uh, you know, you've got uh, a situation now where, one, you have the early period that's back in November. So you already have a bunch of student athletes that signed then and then two now you've got the portal that doesn't necessarily have a signing date date. (laughs) so you don't necessarily have I I don't know if any news is going to be coming out today from Arkansas State of course I've got all the notifications turned on and have checked the social media and this that and the other but it's not it's it's not kind of the day that it used to be uh, where you, you knew there was going to be a lot of significant news for your team and you were ready and you were excited and you were hitting refresh. And today it's kind of like, eh, well, uh, we, it's a Wednesday. Yeah, it's it's a Wednesday. I, I did want to go ahead and point out that it is, though, technically National Signing Sign. Day. So there will be news. And, of course, uh, in Northeast Arkansas, there will be news for, for, you know, high school seniors from across the area that are committing not just in basketball but in additional sports as well and having their big days of celebration and, and announcing all of that. So uh, so that is something to keep tabs on over the next few days. You know, maybe somebody at your kid's high school or something like that. Uh, there's going to be some exciting news for, for kids in the Northeast Arkansas area. Yeah, there were a number of young men and women that I got to watch broadcasting high school games this year that I hope get a chance to continue their athletic careers in college. One local athlete that is going to be continuing his career, uh, and in fact is going to be staying put in Jonesboro, is Parker St. Pierre, who is a sharpshooter out of Valley View High School, and he announced yesterday on his social media that he would be walking on at Arkansas State University and uh, does the whole, uh, does it big because why should you not be able to celebrate? Uh, has the graf- graphic video, it says, quote, blessed to announce that I will be continuing my academic and athletic career at Arkansas State University as a preferred walk-on. I want to give all honor and glory to God for without him, I am nothing wolves up. So congratulations to Parker and we'll continue to see what happens now with uh, the rest of this Arkansas State men's basketball roster of would course. you like a uh, scouting report on yes i Mr. would Saint yeah Pierre? yeah he can shoot it okay and he gets it off quick which means it should translate from high school to ncaa division one okay that's now, a good scouting report now how how good he is in man-to-man defense i'm not sure yeah because I didn't see him all that often. Randy Myers might have a better 
better handle on that. Um, I bet he would. I bet he would. I bet he'd be able to give us uh, he's all, seen him more. the whole breakdown on P- on St. Pierre since he is, of course, the voice of the Blazers. Uh, but, uh, but again, uh, a spot there filled for Arkansas State. And uh, now you still wonder what Mike Bellotto is going to do with those other um, holes in his roster because you need a guard or two. You need a big man or two. And uh, you know, where exactly are you going to go out and, and get them? Um, are you still looking at, at JUCO players? Are you looking at portal players? I'm kind of interested in, and I mean this across both a men's basketball, women's basketball, and, and you know, football perspective. And in baseball, too. You know, all, all of the big sports right now. But I do wonder if there has been a little bit of a pinch at the JUCO level. And what I mean is, is... There are still so many coaches out there that do want to have developmental programs. So their main priority is still going to be to go out and sign a lot of high school players. But where two years ago, those spots where you needed immediate depth and immediate contributors would be filled with JUCO players. Now, you're getting... Everybody's in the portal. Portal players. So is there more talent out there now, in terms of in the JUCO ranks, is that an area where teams can slide it under the radar and get better talent than they used to be able to get from from JUCO? And also right now, you still have, I think there's still, you know, the COVID thing was just last year in terms of the extra eligibility. So you could get a JUCO player right now that has played two years that still had still has three, three to go. remaining. So that's, I, I do kind of wonder how JUCO recruiting is is going. And one of the other questions that I have, and this is just simply that I'm mostly retired and haven't looked it up. You can put your name in the transfer portal, Mm -hmm. but does that mean you leave your current school immediately and transfer somewhere else? Or do you have to get through the semester wherever you're at and then transfer to a different school? I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works either. Because, one, you know, obviously as a student athlete, you, you have to take care of the student stuff wherever you're at. Yeah, you have to stay eligible if, if nothing else. And as long as you're enrolled in school, there's there's not going to be any issue there. But also a big part of being a student athlete is making sure that you are you continue to take good care of your, your body. You continue to work out and things like that. And I feel very confident in saying that as soon as you put your name in the portal, you're not getting access to the workout facilities anymore. You're still going to be able to go to your classes. But all of a sudden, if you want to work out, all right, cool. I hope you have a membership at the trim gym because you're not <laughs> you're not using the athletic facilities because you're no longer on the roster. Why should you? So I, I, I don't know. That's a great question in terms of how that works. I'm sure some of it depends on a little bit on the timeline, just a little bit. You know, if it's... If you hit the portal in in December and January, well, easy peasy. That's a semester yeah. break. So you semester just semester break. You you pick a new school, you enroll the next next semester, no problem. But if you're doing it now, yeah, you've still got to get through May. Yeah, I mean you're you're at a point where I mean surely you're not transferring academically because you're only three weeks out from your finals, if that much. So. You stay out of ways to go. Yeah, there are. 
you know, schools who have slightly different academic systems as well. Um, there's, uh, you know, mid midterm kind of breaks that that people have. But I, I, I don't know. Stanford's on a quarter system. Yeah. And it doesn't match up with any other school <laughs> in the United States yeah. of America. So I just. But out in the farm, private school, they can do what they want. Yeah. No big deal. Checking back in on our KavanaughCars.com question. Uh, getting some answers on Twitter. Kara underscore Richie. We're asking you today, who is the worst team owner in sports? It didn't take long to get an answer that I that I knew would come up today. And uh, Gordo says Dan Snyder, and I don't think it's a close race. And of course, <laughs> again, if you're being uh, not just, not just uh, you know, criticized by your fans, but if you're being investigated by the federal government. You're in deep <laughs> doo-doo. That's a problem. That is a problem. So, uh, yes, Dan Snyder 100% in the running and probably leading the way today. Although a hat tip to Eric on Twitter who says that woman owner of the Cleveland Indians <laughs> in Major League. <laughs> and Where did she want to move the ball club to? St. Petersburg, wasn't it? it? Yeah, it was somewhere in Florida. It was a beach somewhere. Have you seen where the Major League Baseball team in St. Petersburg plays? In a mausoleum. Yeah. What a dump. <laughs> Nobody said she was smart. <laughs> Everybody just said she was mean. I, I don't think that what was originally called the Thunderdome, because the Lightning hockey team played in it for a few years and set attendance records, I don't think that was built yet when the movie Major League came out. Okay. I mean, Major League did come out in... What year was that released? Everybody talk amongst yourselves while we 1980 something, I think. 1989. April 7th. So we're just, uh, you know. Yeah, that was before Randy Newman became a uh, lovable composer for Disney musicals. <laughs> that was when he was still cranky. <laughs> 33 years in a week since Rachel Phelps had a sweetheart deal to move the team to Miami. Miami. I know. Ah, Florida, it's all the same. Florida. All Florida cities are filled with Florida man, so Florida man stories, so it's all the same. Uh, I tell you what, let's hit pause. Speaking of Florida, <laughs> Arkansas State Women's Golf going to be headed that way next week for the Sunbelt Conference Championships. Exciting stuff. We'll talk with MJ, Davey, and Shaw next on the Ritter Communications Hotline. Keep it with us on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. Farmers, have you booked your new crop corn in Milo? Before you do, call Pico Foods. Pico is buying new crop corn in Milo at always competitive prices. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a fourth-generation family-owned business, supports local producers. And they're buying new crop corn in Milo right now. In Arkansas and Missouri, call David Durham or James Chester, 870-202-7101. In Alabama and Mississippi, call Craig Bird. John Taylor Hickman, 601-670-9383. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my insurance agent, Rob Taylor, and his team at Rob Taylor State Farm. You'll get the best rates and coverage for you and your family with Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance. I mean, let's be real. You want the best coverage for the least amount of money, and there's no need to overpay. So whether you're looking for vehicle insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, business insurance, or life insurance, make it Rob Taylor State Farm. 
Reach out to Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance and get a free quote today. Tell them, Carla. Eso es correcto, Brandon. Puedes agarrar los mejores precios y coberturas para ti y tu familia con Rob Taylor State Farm. Puede ser aseguranza para tu auto, casa, negocio y vida, incluyendo aseguranza para inquilinos. Hazlo con Rob Taylor State Farm y pregunten por Carla. It's Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 67 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161 or search Rob Taylor State Farm on Google or on Facebook. Rob Taylor State Farm in Jonesboro y Pocahontas. El número para marcar es 870-520-6161. Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products, responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group Jonesboro has a state-of-the-art facility and is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group needs qualified machine press operators and production supervisors. Come work in a climate-controlled environment with great benefits and a four-day work week with weekends off. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click careers tab. Apply today. That's colsongroupusa.com. Cattle prices on the rise. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. May corn at 773 and a half down two and three quarters. With July corn at 770 down two and a half. May soybeans at 1663 and three quarters down six and a half. With July soybeans at 1655 and a half down five. May wheat at 1111 and a quarter up seven and a half. With July wheat at 1119 and a quarter up six and three quarters. May cotton at 139.78 up 127. With July cotton at 138.62 up 117. May rice at 1573 and a half up two and a half. July rice at 1604 up one. Moving on to livestock now, April live cattle at 14035 up 40, with June live cattle at 13662 and a half up 32 and a half. April feeder cattle at 15852 and a half up 77 and a half, with May feeder cattle at 16177 and a half up 85. April lane hogs at 9977 and a half up 15, with May hogs at 11165 down 60. That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Let's talk about America. Not taxes or tweets or the issues that divide us, but how incredible our country is. Left, right, up, down, state lines to winding coastlines. Whether you come home to a crowded city street, tree-lined suburb, or sleepy small town, everyone deserves to live in a clean, green, and thriving community. And we all share in the responsibility to create beauty that ripples from one neighborhood to another, and one block to the next. We are Keep America Beautiful, the nonprofit working with millions of people just like you to end littering, improve recycling, and beautify our communities. Because every mindful action and sustainable habit has a positive impact, and it all adds up. Learn how you can join Keep America Beautiful at kab.org. Together, we can do beautiful things. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, and Kate all hanging out with you in studio, but uh, it's time for an A-State Spotlight. Brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions as we go to the Ritter Communications Hotline and check in on Arkansas State Women's Golf Head Coach MJ Davian Shaw with us on the phones. How are you today, Coach? You good, good. I would. Uh, I am assuming you're in. You had a pretty good uh, trip home yesterday. <laughs> uh, kind of. It was very, very windy. I was telling uh, one of my other coach friends that. 
I said, it was so crazy driving back. I said, the van, I thought was going to roll over because it was so windy and it's kind of top heavy. So, uh, but we made it home and we're safe. And uh, today's a day off for everyone and uh, really enjoying, well, not sure how the weather is going to turn out for us. Yeah. So hopefully we'll be safe. Well, I'm glad you had a safe trip home. Uh, I would guess, though, that it was at least a, a team uh, bus full of full of smiles. Uh, take us through the win, if you don't mind, at the Oral Roberts Spring Invite. Well, so um, we we started the day. Um, I think we were two back, but you know, the main thing that we talked about before the before the tournament, the last round started in the van was. Um, whoever's going to win was going to be the people that are showing some mental toughness and some grit and really uh, not showing signs of, oh, my gosh, it's windy, you know, the weather is not good, da-da-da. And so everybody played their part on the team, and it was so impressive to see that all uh, – we had seven players out there yesterday, and all seven of them really got the job done. And, and of course, uh, coming out with a win and, and an individual um, title was, was just amazing. You mentioned the wind on the way, uh, the wind on the way home, and uh, twenty to thirty mile power winds throughout the round on Tuesday. How does that make you adjust on the fly? Well, uh, you know, we 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 uh, kind of strive on days like this when we have those kind of days here in in Arkansas, and um, I know that Olivia is used to it because she's from Oklahoma, so she's played in that kind of wind. But you're you're never prepared enough, really, in a way, because. Uh, you know, you have to adjust with the clubs. You have to adjust uh, with the yardage, and, and it's uh, a lot more to think about. Um, but everybody made such uh, good decisions, and, and we talked also in the van how important it was to make pars, and if you're not making a par, really try to make a bogey at worst. And, uh, and that's what we, we, we did yesterday. You mentioned Olivia Schmidt, and, of course, uh, she – Adds another individual title and uh, is is really on on a tear right now. How would you describe how she's playing? You know, Olivia works so hard along with her teammates, and, and um, I think her her hard work is really paying off. And and she, you know, she has such a strong mind when she gets on the golf course. She's not a, you know, when she's on the range, she's not a range player. When she's putting, she's she's good at practice, but where her where she's at best is. Um, at her best is really on the golf course competing and that's um, that's such a strength for her and um, you know she didn't want to know where everybody was standing she just played around she you know we call this a boring round because it was a lot of pars and uh, not a lot happened but she saved so many good pars to, to you know win by one yesterday sometimes low event golf is good golf <laughs> and, and you know it's uh, it's one of those things. And I know both of you have been around the golf uh, the golf course and, and know about scoring. And and you know all pars is kind of boring, but all pars is really good. <laughs> it's a lot better than all bogeys. <laughs> yes, a lot better than bogeys. And that's one of the things we really saved as a team yesterday, making really good putts in that in that wind. Uh, we saved a lot of strokes, and I think that's the difference maker. And and we, you know, Coach Josh um, and I, we really talked to our team a lot about finishing strong and, and being able to really close the gap if there is one um, by finishing strong and saving as many strokes as we can. So that really, truly happened. 
Coach MJ, Damian Shaw here with us on the Ritter Communications Hotline. I think the, the last time we caught up with you was right before um, the spring split, the spring slate got underway. But uh, this win at the ORU Spring Invite, not your only one in the spring. What were some of your other highlights? Um, you know, we, we played so well um, uh, in southern Utah. And, and we didn't play. It's hard in golf. You know, a lot of times people open the newspaper or, or read their the Twitter account and, and see, oh, 10th, golly, what happened? You know, or, or they finished fifth, I wonder what happened. A lot of times, you know, small little things make big difference, uh, make, make a big difference in, in our scores. And um, last week, uh, finishing 10th, we had a, a little incident with uh, one of our freshmen um, signing for an incorrect scorecard. So that was really tough. Um but, you know, overall, we had such a good spring, and we had a great fall closing in with uh, Lake of the Ozark, um, finishing second and uh, playing, you know, against a, ORU is a big rival for us. I'm really good friends with their coach, and they have a great team. So for us to beat them yesterday was, was big, and um, so, many good, so many good things for us going on. This is uh, a team that, again, is uh, about to get ready to turn back around and, and hit the road another time uh, to go to Daytona for the Sunbelt Conference Championships that gets underway on Sunday. How familiar – is this where it's been for a little bit uh, at the same course? How familiar are you all with this? Yeah, so we've been going there for the last three years. Okay. And then we played a uh, just a schedule – like a tournament, a regular tournament during regular season uh, three years ago, four years ago. So – um, that's what Josh and I were, were discussing yesterday is, you know, we have a lot of players that have played that golf course um, at least a dozen times. And uh, for them to share their knowledge to um, the younger people that are on the team. Um, and then also we have a player traveling with us, Casey Summer, that uh, went to Daytona State College for three years. And so, um, you know, she has a lot of course knowledge in that aspect. So, we're pretty excited to, to go see what the course is going to be set up like and and uh, make some pars. Does this give you an advantage much at all, or is everybody kind of in the league in the same boat with this having been here for the past three seasons? I, I think everybody, you're, that's a great point. I think everybody in the league kind of stands at the same, you know, and it's all going to be who can make as many putts as they can and who can place uh, their golf ball in the right quadrant of the, of the greens and in the fairways. MJ Davey and Shaw with us on the Ritter Communications Hotline. Again, uh, Arkansas State going to be coming into the championships off of an event win, but I'm, I'm sure there's probably some other teams in the field that are playing well as well. How do you size up the competition? You know, this morning the uh, last ranking before uh, our conference championship came out, and uh, we were third in, uh, in, our, in our conference, but so close. You know, um, our team average is 297 as a team, and that's just all tournament rounds, which is really, really good. When I arrived 12 years ago, I think we were about 309, 310. Wow. So that's a big jump. Uh, those girls have played so well. Um, in Coastal Carolina, we have not seen them, so it, it's kind of hard to say, you know, how, how are they playing. Um, obviously a little better than us, um, according to their uh, average. Um, and... You know, South Alabama's good. We, there's a lot of great team in our conference that um, can step up at any time, but that's the same for us, too. You know, we're hoping to step up and, and be in the lead, hopefully, and win the conference championship. Always the goal. Always the goal. Always the goal. That's right. A big W is what we're looking for. 
So what is on the to-do list between now and when you hit the road for Daytona Beach? So tomorrow we will have uh, team practice, and uh, we leave actually Friday morning. I think our flight's at 9.30, so really tomorrow's our only day um, to kind of come back and work on some short game, work on some putting. We're going to be at the Jonesville Country Club just kind of playing a little bit and then having a little bit of a match so we keep the competitiveness going, and um, I think everybody's excited to go. What do you have to do once you get to Daytona to be able to come home with a championship? I, I can't wait to, uh, you know, I just feel like these girls are really prepared. Um, and I, I think that's, you know, we talk all year about the conference championship, but we also talk every tournament, how important every single tournament is and every round is really important. And that's what we try to do within our team is not only compete when we're out of town, but compete when we are in town uh, with our own squad. Coach, safe travels. We'll be looking forward to keeping tabs on your squad at at Daytona. Thanks so much for the time today. Thank you for your support, you guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. We'll see you. Stay safe. Bye-bye. You you too. Arkansas State women's golf coach, MJ Damian-Shaw. They're with us on the Ritter Communications Hotline. Of course, our A-State Spotlight each week is brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. We take care of technology so you can take care of business. This team is, is playing well. Uh, two first place finishes, a second place finish in the spring slate. And, of course, uh, one finish that Coach Damian Shaw mentioned was, you know, just a little bit misleading. But you go back to last week's event at Oral Roberts, and A-State, of course, had the, the champion of that event and Olivia Schmidt, but also had two other golfers finish in the uh, top five. So you've got several golfers playing well, which playing is what well. it's, it's going to take to win, yeah. You have to have everybody on your roster playing good golf. You know, obviously there are going to be some players that are going to lead your squad, but if you have everybody playing the best golf they're capable of and you roll it well, you've got a chance to win win the league. Arkansas State will be looking to knock off Coastal Carolina, among others. Uh, But uh, Coastal has won two out of the last three championships uh, there at uh, Daytona. So they're obviously very comfortable on that course. Because it's not like they don't have golf courses in Myrtle Beach. (laughs) They've probably probably got a few different home bases to (laughs) choose from there. Uh, Yeah, I think that's probably, probably pretty safe to say. The South Alabama winning it in, in 2019 as well. So I want to pull up here just quickly before we go to break. Coach mentioned that the you know latest golf stat rankings are out in Arkansas State. Uh, third in the Sun Belt, but A-State is now ranked 112 nationally. So scrolling here and seeing where... Coastal Carolina is just a little bit above that, but not a huge, huge gap between Coastal and the Red Wolves. So we'll see. We'll see what uh, what A-State does. They get play underway on Sunday. So uh, I'm sure to, uh, if you want to keep tabs on that, to be easy to do by following the Arkansas State social media accounts, and they'll tweet out all the links for how you can keep up on the StatCast and check in on Arkansas State women's golf at Daytona. So. Fun stuff. Let's hit pause. We'll come back, wrap up this noon hour here on the Workday Red Zone.
When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Last night, the Brooklyn Nets defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers in the play-in tournament. The win gives Brooklyn the number seven seed in the East. The Nets started the game strong, leading by 20 after the first quarter, but the Cavs made a solid run at a comeback. The team outscored the Nets in three straight quarters to end the game, but that first quarter deficit would prove to be too much to overcome. Cleveland deserves a lot of credit for keeping the game close, but this performance could be worrisome for the Nets. Brooklyn barely escaped with a win over an inexperienced Cleveland team without one of its better players, Jared Allen. To make matters even worse, it took a 34-point night from Kyrie Irving and an impressive offensive showing from Kevin Durant to steal the victory. The Nets will now have to prepare for the defensive-minded Celtics. And if last night is what it's going to take to secure a win over a shorthanded, inexperienced Cavs team, knocking off the Red Hot Celtics is going to be a difficult task. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Callaway's Callaway's Chrome Soft isn't just better for the better players, it's better for everyone. Starting with our best-selling regular Chrome Soft, golfers get better feel, more distance, and incredible forgiveness. For better players looking for workability, Chrome Soft X gives you excellent spin consistency and tour-level greenside control. And finally, Chrome Soft XLS delivers lower spin on longer shots, firmer feel, yet high spin around the greens. Learn more, find your golf ball today at callawaygolf.com slash Chrome Soft. Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Near historically low rates combined with rising home values means that you could have more home equity than you might imagine. And if you're considering a refi, an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot could save you thousands. Ask about our smart term loans, cash out, and over 300 loan options to find just the right mortgage loan for you. Call now, 866-888-LOAN, or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. And MLS. Let NEA golf cars keep you from becoming your golf group's Can I Ride With You guy. You know, the guy standing by the first tee always needing someone to jump on with. NEA Golf Cars offers new carts and all the top brands, including Onward by Club Car and a large selection of used carts, plus all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its best this golf season. Go to NEAGolfCars.com or call 236-GOLF for more information. It's goodbye Can I Ride With You guy and hello sweet ride. Thanks to NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Paragool. Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. The Red Wolves are on the road Thursday, Friday, and Saturday as they travel to Little Rock. First pitch with the Trojans is set for Thursday at 6, Friday at 4, and Saturday at 1. And you can hear it all on the Ticket Radio Network. Ace Day Baseball is sponsored in part by Centennial Bank, Bills Cost Plus, Gazaway Ace, 1812 Pizza, First Security Bank, Arkansas State University, Mr. T's, George Kell Motors, Calmer Solutions, First Financial Mortgage, Hytro, 
NEA Baptist, Elite Eye Care, Jim's Pawn Shop, Hilltop Family Dentistry, Glensane Motors, JT White Hardware and Lumber, NEA Golf Cars, Collision Repair, Hijinks, Purcell Tire and Service Center, Farmers and Merchants Bank, WT Equipment, Ritter Communications, and more air conditioning. It's Ace Day Baseball at Little Rock, Thursday at 6, Friday at 4, and Saturday at 1 on the Ticket Radio Network. Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. All right, wrapping up this noon hour here on the Workday Red Zone. Again, thank you to MJ, Debbie, and Shaw for joining us in the previous segment. If you missed that conversation, we'll have it up for you later at 953theticket.com. Kara, Keith, and Kate. All hanging out with you today, uh, our topic of debate, who is the worst team owner in sports, and uh, as expected, you all have opinions on that. Mike says, Jerry Jones. Oh, wait, sorry. He's actually a great owner. Just a terrible GM. That That's a good, you know, that's a logical argument yeah. to make. Yeah. He, you he know. He wants his team to win. He's now, he wants to make money hand over fist, but that's what he's done his entire mm-hmm. life, is but make money hand over fist. He's not stingy with resources. No. Gives his team what they need to compete. So uh, Maybe, maybe well, not. Financially, mm-hmm. gives his team what they need to compete. So when you look at some of the things that some of the owners, additional owners that we've criticized today, uh, the reasons that we've criticized them, he certainly doesn't fit any of of. Those bills, he doesn't do some of those things that that so many other owners do that make him bad. But he's kind of a meddler, and and he gets he gets his fingers in the football business. And when he had success, he had people like Jimmy Johnson and Larry Lacewell doing the football business, and they did better. When Jimmy Johnson left the Cowboys, the Cowboys immediately became not as good. An update from Arkansas State Athletics is it looks like uh, volleyball coach Brian Gerwig has made a hire. So the first announced addition to his staff is Alicia Roth as she will be the associate head coach and recruiting coordinator. And she has spent the previous two seasons in the assistant coaching and recruiting coordinator role at Mercer. So that was her previous stop. She's also been at Campbell, at Denver, Northwestern State, and played for Samford. So she's had a couple stops along the way. Several of them uh, in the southeast. And uh, she was a GA for the Fighting Camels. Always one of the best. Yeah. Mascots in Campbell Campbell's college. Pretty good stuff. Uh, but that's news there. You can find uh, and read that full release at astateredwolves.com. Uh, I know who gets your vote on yes. today's question, <laughs> Keith, but share it, share it with our listeners. Well, the guy who actually moved the team, Stan Cranky. If I ever see him, I will attempt to punch him in the nose. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever see him. 
because we do not travel in anything like the same circles. However, he might not be as he might not be the worst team owner. I mean, yeah, he trashed St. Louis and screwed up the football team in order to move to LA. Yeah. But since he's got to LA, he's now won a Super Bowl. So In he terms of to, being competent, he's certainly he's not competent. incompetent. He, he's not incompetent. He's just kind of slimy. Really slimy. Yeah. A guy who married a Walt Neris and thinks that makes him special. He also owns the Colorado Avalanche. Mm-hmm. He also owns Arsenal. And if he ever gets over the Atlantic Ocean, the Gooners are going to kill him. They'll string him up from the nearest available lamppost. That beloved, huh? That beloved. Can't stand Stanley. Known as Silent Stan across the pond. Okay. But yeah, he's he's my number one on the hit list. Okay. Uh, we'll continue to take your, your answers throughout the second hour of the program, both uh, on the phones and, of course, most of you weighing in. So far today on Twitter, the most popular answer judged by your likes is uh, the owner of the Cleveland Indians in Major League. But, you know, yeah, we are we are actually uh, looking <laughs> for real looking life for, answers yes, today for actual, not fictional. Jerry shows out the answer of uh, James Dolan. And that's certainly. Yeah. Is he a bad owner? Because his teams can't win, or is he an incompetent owner because teams can't win and he gets his feelings hurt and does stupid stuff? None of these people are worth a rip as human beings. Accurate. (laughs) I mean, I do not carry water for billionaires. Sorry, Uh, I just don't. Coming up uh, in the second hour of the program, we'll look around Major League Baseball. By the way, several games already underway today across the league. Uh, Should be, should be, giving you updates today on Kansas City and St. Louis. Of course, that one is not going to be played. Uh, We've got some NBA talk to get to now that the Grizzlies know their upcoming opponent uh, in the first round of the NBA playoffs and several other topics that we will dive into as well. There is <laughs> There's going to be so many people around here hate Pat Beverly by this time next week. Guarantee it. I mean, there's several that already do. Yeah. He's an interesting cat. He is that. Which is... <laughs> That's... Probably underselling it a little bit. It is. <laughs> More on that uh, when we when we get to the second hour of the program after a break. But of course, uh, that wraps up our t- time with Keith. We'll yes, see you tomorrow. Yes, I will be back tomorrow. All right, sounds like a plan. So uh, we'll see you tomorrow, everybody else. You keep it right here. We've got another hour of the workday red zone coming your way right after this on the Ticket Radio Network.
This is Willow's Welcome to Wednesday. Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plaza Tire Service. In college golf, A-State's women winning the ORU Spring Invite in Tulsa yesterday, knocking off the host Oral Roberts by nine shots. Their second tournament win in the last three events. Olivia Schmidt taking medalist honors in the 54-hole event. On the men's side, A-State finishing 15th yesterday in the Masio Collegiate in West Point, Mississippi. In baseball, the Cardinals got a three-run homer from Andrew Kisner in the fourth inning, put him ahead to stay in a 6-5 win over the Royals last night at Bush State. The other three runs coming on back-to-back homers in the bottom of the first. A two-run shot from Nolan Arenado and a solo blast from Albert Pujols on the first pitch of the game he saw. Today's Cardinals-Royals game has been postponed due to rain. It'll be made up on Monday, May 2nd. And Arkansas swept UAPB in doubleheader action yesterday. 15-0 and 6-0, allowing a combined four hits in the twin bill. Bringing the best deal on tires since 1963, that's Plaza Tire Service. And that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. Crack screen on your phone or tablet, it happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station, where all iPhone screens are repaired in 20 minutes and all accessories are buy one, get one free. Cell Phone Station, near Fuji Steakhouse in Jonesboro. Call 870-203-0993. The Mosquito Armageddon is upon us in Jonesboro in northeast Arkansas and southeast Missouri. Farm fields are being flooded with millions of gallons of water as we speak, throwing gasoline on the breeding fire of blood-sucking vampire mosquitoes no one likes. This alien invasion is happening and Mosquito Joe needs to treat you now before it's too late. Mosquitoes have no benefit to humans. They must be exterminated. As a matter of fact, if a mosquito bites me, then bites you. It's like using the same syringe. And that's why they do what they do at Mosquito Joe. Imagine being able to open your door during the summer and not worry about 500 mosquitoes trying to get in your house or buzzing around your ear at night while you sleep. Yes, our treatment is pet friendly, yard friendly. We have all natural treatment that is bee friendly. Yes, this kills fleas, ticks, black flies, gnats, and no seams as well. And yes, this kills mosquitoes on contact when they land on what we've sprayed. Call us today at 576-4257 so we can begin treatment of your home or business before the mosquitoes crush your way of living. It's only $49 for the first spray. Mosquito Joe, make outside fun again. Call 576-4257. It's almost summer and now is the time to schedule your pool opening with Jacuzzi Hot Tubs of Jonesboro. We do water testing and have weekly maintenance services available for pools and hot tubs. We offer pool openings and closing. We specialize in automatic cover and pool and spa chemicals to keep that water sparkling. At Jacuzzi Hot Tubs of Jonesboro, customer service is our top priority. Ask how to receive 10% off opening chemicals. Come by and see us at 2810 East Highland in Jonesboro and go online at jacuzzihottubsofjonesboro.com and be sure to check us out on Facebook. When it comes to COVID-19, there are several things you can do to protect yourself, your friends and loved ones, and your community. Wear a mask, wash your hands often, and continue to social distance when you are near other people. If you test positive or are exposed to COVID-19, you can get free, detailed information on what you need to do in order to prevent spreading COVID-19 to those around you. Just go to healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health. The EAB Sports Network is proud to bring you local high school baseball and softball action this spring. Join us this Friday as the Delton Raiders travel to Brooklyn to take on the Bearcats in a non-conference baseball matchup. First pitch is set for 4.30 with pregame coverage at 4.20 on News Talk 1021 KBTM. High school baseball and the EAB Sports Network is brought to you by NEA Baptist, First National Bank, Real Estate Nate, Jonesboro Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Domino's Pizza, the Cavanaugh Auto Group, and St. Bernard's. It's Brooklyn and Nettleton in baseball action Friday at 4.30 on the EAB Sports Network. Some people bring joy wherever they go, some whenever they go. 
Mark Twain found humor all around. Never argue with a fool. Onlookers may not be able to tell the difference. Humor. Pass it on from PassItOn.com. This is KNEA K237FI 95.3 and K245CW 96.9 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon. The Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Run Zone. We made it halfway through the day, halfway through the week. Kara Ritchie and Cade Carlton hanging out with you today. The KavanaughCars.com question, who is the worst team owner in sports? You can weigh in with us. 930-3776. That question brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com. Maybe it is time for you to start getting out and about and searching for a new vehicle. Well, friends, today is not the day to do that out in person. I think everybody is is weather aware that we could be looking at some dicey conditions coming up this afternoon. So what you can go ahead and do is just head on over to KavanaughCars.com and start your search online. Uh, you can also get just a ton of your questions answered there online because they can go ahead and um, evaluate your trade, tell you what that's going to be worth. Uh, they can go ahead and get you approved, uh, pre-approved. For financing, you can calculate your payment and really take care of everything you need to take care of online. Uh, even chat with someone there online if you have any additional questions. So all of that uh, is there for you at KavanaughCars.com. Let's go to the phones. Zach is with us. How are you? What's up, Kara? What's up? Not much. Is this current owners or of all time? Yeah, I kind of want to go current because... Okay. Because well, just because there's, I mean, look, there's a lot of there's been a lot of slime balls in sports through the years. We well, could we could go for a while if we were doing former owners, but uh, but that. your pick I guess for Dave current. Dolan of the Knicks would probably be at the top of my list up there. Okay, I'd be, you know, he's done a pretty sorry job with that with that franchise and the whole debacle with uh, Charles Oakley a couple years ago in Madison Square Garden. You know that 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 mess. But I've heard nothing but bad things about him. Um. I guess of all time, I guess you, you know I'd probably have to put uh, Donald Sterling up there. Yeah. Um, Mark Schatz. Yeah. You know she let those. Uh, aside from being a racist, she would turn those St. Bernards loose out there on the field or nothing day, and they would take a dump out there in center field. You know, leave a nice little treat for the center fielder. But uh, yeah, I got to say James Dolan right now, and um, I tell you, I'm a little worried for the Grizzlies, the the T Wolves. They got some talent there. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns, aside from Greek Freak and Joel Embiid, he's probably the third best big man in the in the, in the league. Wouldn't you say so? I mean, he's he's pretty good. He's just, I mean, obviously he's got he's got to play better than he did last well, night. He, does, he was not it, good at all. Right. I mean, but you know, there's been a long time since the two ups have been relevant here. I mean, what '04 when they had KG and they brought in Cassell and Freewell and made that little run the playoffs. You know, I mean, the the tulips have not been traditionally good. Yeah, this you know? is is this their second playoff appearance since the Garnet era? Probably so. Probably so. I think I was you know, reading got, that maybe eight 
2018, maybe their their other one, but I'm yeah. I'm not super up to speed on Minnesota uh, franchise history, so I, I could yeah. be wrong there. But they've got Cat, they've got uh, Anthony Edwards, and Russell's played good, and they've got, of course, Pat Beverly. The, uh, the you know he's the he likes to likes to start things up, you know. Yeah, you know, Beverly aside, because he's been around for a little bit, but if you're looking at if you're kind of looking at this playoff slate and looking at you know the best matchup of young teams with up and coming talent, you should probably have Timberwolves Grizzlies circled. I think it's going to be a fun matchup, though. I mean, Jaw, you know, he's a little fire plug and he plays hard. He just he can't let Beverly get in his head and get him rattled. He's got to play his game, and maybe Stephen Adams will catch uh, Beverly with a couple of hard screens and knock him off his game. Hopefully, it'll you know? be interesting. Should be fun. Yeah. All right, guys, that's all I got. Catch you later. Catch you. We'll see you. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call. And we'll talk more NBA with you in just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> true story. Part of, part of my game plan today for the show was just to, you know, do baseball updates for an hour and 45 minutes because I thought we were going to have baseball to talk about today. And there is still a very solid slate of games going on across Major League Baseball, and Okade right now is is locked into Cubs at Pirates, although that one is not going Chicago's way, and Pittsburgh's up 6-2 to two right now at the top of the fifth. But um, I was going to just, you know, sprinkle in some steady St. Louis, Kansas City updates throughout today's program and uh, just, you know, call it good. But Mother Nature had different plans. She's trying to make me think today, which is not exactly appreciated, but it is what it is. Uh, so uh, no Cardinal game today. However, you know, last night was a fun one for St. Louis. One, you know, this is a team that for a minute now is, has kind of owned Kansas City and has fared really well in, in that series. So I think uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 of the last 27 is what the Cardinals have won against Kansas City. So they always seem to fare really well against that team, and it's always a pretty fun interleague matchup. But, of course, you know, seeing Albert go yard in a Cardinals jersey for the first time since 2011 was was a pretty cool moment. And, in fact, kind of this is already one of those home runs that um, seems to have some lore behind it as there are numerous reports out there that Albert called his shot in that game last night. In fact, uh, apparently he left the batting cage and told Cardinals manager Ollie Marmol that he was seeing the ball really well and he was going to not just hit a home run and not just hit a home run in his first at bat, but that he was going to jump on the first pitch he saw and, quote, do some serious damage. What happens? First pitch he sees from Daniel Lynch. 368 feet into the seats in left field. Career home run, 680. Obviously, the fans were pretty excited. <laughs> and I uh, ended up with a with a curtain call. And that was just uh, kind of what got the offense jump-started for the Cardinals. Um, Albert said, quote, you know, when you have 680, sometimes you can make those calls. I guess that was one of those where I felt good out there. I had a good feeling about the approach I was going to take tonight. And sometimes you get lucky and it happens. Uh, this is, you know, one game. So, again, 
probably the first few weeks of the season, please do not drink every time I say the word small sample size. It's not going to end well for you or your liver. But <laughs> although it's just one game, you know, when things like that happen, it does give you some some encouragement. Because when we talked at the beginning of the season about positives or negatives for this team, one of the positives was obviously, you know, Pujols being able to recapture the fountain of youth a little bit and continue his dominance against lefties. And one of the things that was concerning was if the players on this Cardinals team, if the old players on this team look old. And although Pools didn't play great in his first game, uh, didn't fare well against righties, you know, yesterday he faced primarily left-handed pitching. And what happens? He goes three for four with two runs, a homer and RBI. So that was what he was brought in for, is to be that DH against lefties. And in his first opportunity to do so, he responded like this franchise hoped. So another kind of sliver of positivity there uh, for this team in the early going in, in 2022. Um, it's the first time he's homered in a Cardinal uniform since September the 22nd, 2011. That was, let me count here, 235 career home runs ago and 300, excuse me, 3,000. 855 days later between those home runs in a Cardinals uniform. So uh, fan base went nuts, of course, standing ovation, and then uh, curtain call after that home run. But uh, pretty, pretty cool story there. Like, I'm, I know it's from a strictly baseball standpoint, the Cardinals probably would have been better served to you know, go out and, and fill a, another roster spot this year with a little bit more pitching depth, but I'm not going to be mad about the nostalgia tour when it pays off like it did last night. And the Cardinals needed all six of the runs, obviously. They won 6-5. to five. Uh, So they needed that Albert Homer and the Arenado Homer and also the, the Kisner Homer as well. Got all of their home, uh, all of their runs scored yesterday, excuse me, on the long ball. So Fun stuff there. Of course, it was actually uh, Aaron Otto who got the scoring started yesterday as he homered drove in O'Neill. So he continues to stay hot at the beginning of the season. Uh, yesterday, also prior to the game, he was announced as the National League Player of the Week for the way that he has started so far this season. But uh, nobody's going to be mad about a 438 batting average with nine batted in and three home runs in just four games. That's pretty salty not bad yeah it's not bad it's not bad uh the ops right now i don't even know why i'm looking at these numbers i can't count that high it's 1.6 something y'all know i can't add i don't even know why i'm looking at that anyways it's really good it's really good that's what his ops is it's a lot it's really high not very many higher in baseball so uh he's faring well and then, of course, you know, you see the the home run from, from Kisner. And at some point in time, it, it's so strange to think about what's next for the Cardinals from a catching perspective. But the, the future kind of has to start now for St. Louis in that aspect. You've got to be able to get Kisner out there more, get him more comfortable, make sure he's ready to go for that role because the Yadier Molina era is over after this season. So yesterday there were a lot of, you know, encouraging things in terms of this season and then future seasons as well. And that's just offensively. Obviously, uh, all eyes were on a couple of 
previously injured pitchers for the Cardinals that uh, made their season debuts last night. Dakota Hudson was fine. Four innings, five hits, three earned runs. Um, I was encouraged by the fact that he didn't walk a batter and struck out four. Although, um, you know, on the flip side of that, he did have some issues keeping it in the park. Gave up a couple homers. But then, of course, the, the additional encouraging news, Jordan Hicks out there. He pitched for two innings, two strikeouts and a walk, and, and he got the win. So, I thought it was uh, all in all mostly good news. Bullpen gave up a couple runs, but, uh, you know, that happens sometimes. Nobody's going to be perfect. And at the end of the day, the Cardinals are 3-1. and one. No opportunity to improve to 4-1 and one today, though, is again... That game against Kansas City has been rained out, and the makeup date is set for May the 2nd. What is up with all these goofy start times in baseball this year? I mean, not that they're not weird to begin with, because every ballpark has their own start time. So yeah. it's not like in in basketball, it's like you start on either a 0 or a 30. Your games either tip off at 6.30 or 7 or 7.30 or something like that. Cardinals Brewers first pitch tomorrow is at four fourteen. Yeah, that's how. I mean, that's how the Cubs game was yesterday. It was a four. It was a three fourteen start time. Today it was like eleven thirty five. That's just goofy. Yeah. Why are you starting a game at four fourteen? Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, it's not actually that important in the long run, but I just wanted to whine about it a little bit. So, so there you go. <laughs> Uh, again, our KavanaughCars.com question today. Who is the worst owner in sports? I don't really love Bill DeWitt. Um, I, I feel like there have been times where he's held this franchise back a little bit uh, financially, but yet still wanted to brag on the number of fans through the turnstiles and things like that. Kind of kind of felt like he's wanted his cake, uh, wanted to hold his cake and eat it too, but... but he looks kind of like a saint and a gentleman compared to some of the other <laughs> owners we've talked about today and we'll continue to talk about as well throughout the course of the program. But our phone lines are going to be open during the break at 9303776. We'll come back and uh, get ready for some Grizzlies talk. They now know their first round opponent. So what is going to be expected from the Timberwolves? More on that when we come back. Keep it with us on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I'll never forget being a student at Little Rock Central High and watching them hold open the doors for the Little Rock Nine. Doors that 40 years earlier had been closed to them because they're black. Good triumphed over evil. That is who we are. The radical left wants to teach our kids America is a racist and evil country, but our Kansans are generous, hardworking people. I was born and raised here. This is where we chose to raise our family. And I want the same for my three kids as yours, a better life here in Arkansas. We don't want our kids living under socialism, cancel culture, and big government taking away our freedom. As governor, I will defend our freedom and champion good schools, higher paying jobs, and a better life for all. Paid for by Sarah for governor. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for Elite Total Health. And if you're ready to lose weight and you're tired of choking down bars and shakes and you're tired of going from fad diet to fad diet, it's time for you to check out the all-new Elite Total Health in Jonesboro. 
You see, the Elite Total Health, your weight loss journey is medically assisted and supervised by a team that's going to customize a plan to fit your life and your goals. And they have multiple weight loss medication options, including Fentermy. So there's no need to drive hours away to get the medicine that's going to help you lose weight. You can do all of that in Jonesboro at the all-new Elite Total Health. And y'all, most of their current patients have lost double digits in their first 30 days, with many losing as much as 15, 16, or 17 pounds in only 30 days. Schedule your weight loss consultation today with Elite Total Health. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6 and 8 until 1 on Saturday. Call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. And find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. My friend was showing me some text messages between he and his wife. This past duck season, he took some hunters out for a great duck hunt. He took pictures with him, the hunters, with the ducks, with the message to his wife and said, they really like me. She said, I may like you too if I spend as much time with you as they do. Kelly said, I'm getting good with my shotgun. And Reba said, I'm getting good with the vacuum cleaner. Good story. Glenn Sane and God bless our troops. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, it is important that we are where you are. You see, it's not only about offering the latest in banking technology, it's also about being there for you. We pride ourselves in having multiple locations where you are never far from one of our offices. We know it's important to you that from time to time you visit with us personally about a product or service or just a question about your account. We know the convenience of that service is important. You see, it's not just about the products we offer, but it is also about convenience. That's why we are where you are. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FD. Hey there, this is Brad Bobo, personally inviting you to join me for The Drive. It's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making it. A-State and the Sun Belt, Arkansas and the SEC, plus the Cardinals, Grizzlies, and especially our local high school coaches and athletes. We've got you covered on The Drive. It truly is a show about local sports, plus you never know when a song is going to break out. So join Will I Ain't and me for The Drive weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 right here on the Ticket Radio Network. It's springtime and your friends at the Ticket Radio Network are ready for all the fun that comes with it. We're home to every A-State baseball game the rest of the season. Plus, home of the Memphis Grizzlies as they make their run through the playoffs. And be sure to listen every weekday to the Front Row with Budrow from 7 to 10. RWRC Radio, 10 to noon. The Workday Red Zone with Kara Ritchie from noon to 2. The Setup from 2 to 3. And The Drive with Brad Bobo from 3 to 6. It's all right here on the Ticket Radio Network. On paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate with you. 9303776 is the number to call. And... Although it did get a little weird at one point last night, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves were able to come out on top against the Clippers. And so now we know the Memphis Grizzlies' first-round opponent in the NBA playoffs. Action's going to tip off Saturday at 2.30 at FedEx Forum. And uh, we do know all of the days that these teams are going to be playing, although several times in this series are still TBD. Uh Minnesota able to get a win last night, actually an emotional win last night over the Clippers after at, at one point in time they trailed by 10 uh, in the fourth quarter. And they battled back despite just a bad, I mean there's no way to sugar it. It, it was not a good game for Carl Anthony Towns who has been their leading scorer this season. 
Um, he scored just 11 points. Fouled out with seven and a half minutes left of the game. But then Minnesota played better with without him. Um, Anthony Edwards stepped up. And after a very emotional celebration, the Minnesota Timberwolves are, are now the seventh seed. Um, <laughs> they kind of got ripped a little bit by several places. And it's it's easy to look at their celebration with, like, Patrick Beverly, like, jumping on tables and drinking a beer in the postgame. It's kind of easy to, to knock them for how they celebrated. But I keep thinking about the phrase, you know, act like you've been there before. And Patrick Beverly has. He's played in a ton of playoff games. But as a franchise, the Timberwolves haven't. They really have not had any success since KG shipped out of there almost 20 years ago. Yeah. And so they were emotional last night with that win. And even though they're getting, you know, kind of mocked a little bit today, they look like they're more than ready to get ready to take on Memphis. This is honestly, if... If I could have picked who I wanted to see the Grizzlies face in the first round, I would not have gone in this direction. I would have much rather seen them face off against the Clippers, who they were 4-0 and against in the regular season. But uh, Memphis, I won't say they necessarily had big struggles against Minnesota in the regular season, but it was a split series. These teams went 2-2 two and two against each other, both winning on their home courts, uh, both winning all, all the, the games were just won by the home team. And then I think all four of these games were decided by eight points or less. So it was certainly a, a nail-biting regular season series between these two teams. And then also, you know, with so much young talent on both of these these teams and a lot of this young talent not being super, super playoff experienced, you never know exactly what's going to happen. Is there going to be a young player on this roster, on either roster, that kind of embraces the spotlight like we saw Edwards do last night in a, in a close game? Or are they going to kind of not be able to handle the pressure well? Now, each team does have a, a couple of veterans to help guide the way, but these are primarily two really young and playoff inexperienced teams. Now, yes, the Grizzlies have, have been to the playoffs recently, but... You know, when you're a two seed, you're expected to make a deep run. You're probably got a little bit more pressure, a little bit higher expectations. And that is a situation where the Grizzlies are a little bit out of their element um, in terms of having the high expectations that we do have this season. By the way, uh, with all of those Grizzlies and Timberwolves matchups, John Morant did play in all four of those games. Now, um, I'm not sure how many of those games, you know, perhaps Dylan Brooks was out because we, as, as we all know, the Grizzlies have kind of been hit or miss in terms yeah, of having... they've only played like six or seven yeah. games with the starting lineup. In terms of having their full complement of dudes out there and, and capable of playing for the majority of those games, it's it's a real short list this season on how many times they've been able to do that. But, uh, but Ja did play in these games against... The Timberwolves. We'll talk a ton more about this series throughout the the course of the week and what we expect to see on Saturday. But do want to mention, of course, uh, tickets are available for Saturday's game for just a low, low price of twenty five hundred dollars. You could get seats on the floor if you are so inclined. Um, good luck with that. But uh, the early vote is is that Vegas 
heavily favors the Grizzlies in this series. And some of the key NBA analysts do not. In fact, I think I, I heard that both Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal are, are rolling with Minnesota in this series. However, uh, from a betting perspective, I think that right now, um, I think the Timberwolves have like the second lowest odds to be able to pull off a first-round upset. So, more on that coming up this week. One of the most, I guess, interesting slash weird things that happened last night in sports came from the Timberwolves and Clippers game. And if you didn't catch it, I'm not even sure why we're going to go into it as much as we did. But there was, a, but I had to talk about it because it was just so goofy. Yeah. A fan last night was escorted off the court and away from the premises after they attempted to glue themselves to the floor during that game in Minnesota. At first, you know, you see somebody on the court, you think that maybe, like, I don't know, like the person who comes out there with, like, the mop fell over or something. <laughs> the sweat mopper-upper. Uh, I, nobody even knew what had happened. They thought that maybe somebody, had, like, fell down or fainted or something. But then all of a sudden, like, the fans started booing and, you know, nobody's going to boo somebody who's out there hurt or something. So... Didn't know if at first it was like a a streaker or something, but apparently there was a fan on the court demonstrating a protest. Uh, It had something to do with animals and chickens and a bird flu outbreak or whatever, but Alicia Santurio is a protester who disrupted the game. And I guess this is my new favorite terrible protest. Because this is everything about this is just dumb. But what she did is she tried to super glue herself to the court. She identifies herself as the glue girl on her Twitter. And if you're just real bored today, you can find out why she did what she did. But in, in what world does glue... Why? Is there not some other way to disrupt a game that is going to be more effective than trying to glue yourself to the court. Because if you're going to go for it, shouldn't you, like, go for it? I mean, could she not have found some way to chain herself to a basket? How in the world are you going to actually super glue yourself to a court? Because yeah. in some way, shape, or form, they're going to, like, if it actually works, if the glue actually sets, well, then you're just going to rip all your skin off your hand. I don't feel like this is very well thought out. They took the time and the effort to think about how to get onto the court in an NBA game, which is probably not super duper easy. And then I'm just I'm just disappointed in the level of protest here. There had to have been a better way. Yeah, I mean, she went on the court for more than a few seconds before they pulled her off, even with her being like super glued to the hardwood. Legit looks like she just put some Elmer's glue on her hand and then stuck her hand on the court and yeah. then hope for the best. I'm speechless. Anyways, so... (laughs) Shout out to that human for thinking that the glue was just going to set and stick and whatever else. Fun times. Don't do that. Don't ever try and glue yourself to a court. 
now we all know that it is uh, not particularly effective. Cool. Lesson learned. Uh, let's move on. We need to take a break. We'll come back uh, again. Lots going on today in Major League Baseball. We'll look at that when we return. Keep it with us on the ticket. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station, where all iPhone screens are repaired in 20 minutes and all accessories are buy one, get one free. Cell Phone Station near Fuji Steakhouse in Jonesboro. Call 870-203-0993. The Red Wolves are on the road Thursday, Friday, and Saturday as they travel to Little Rock. First pitch with the Trojans is set for Thursday at 6, Friday at 4, and Saturday at 1. And you can hear it all on the Ticket Radio Network. A-State Baseball is sponsored in part by Centennial Bank, Bills Cost Plus, Gazaway Ace, 1812 Pizza, First Security Bank, Arkansas State University, Mr. T's, George Kell Motors, Calmer Solutions, First Financial Mortgage, Hytro, NEA Baptist, Elite Eye Care, Jim's Pond Shop, Hilltop Family Dentistry, Glensane Motors, J. T. White Hardware and Lumber, NEA Golf Cars, Collision Repair, Hijinks, Purcell Tire and Service Center, Farmers and Merchants Bank, WT Equipment, Ritter Communications, and more air conditioning. It's Ace Day Baseball at Little Rock, Thursday at 6, Friday at 4, and Saturday at 1 on the Ticket Radio Network. At Centennial Bank, our focus has always been on the people and communities we serve, and that's something that will never change. We're passionate about the same things you are. That's why we're proud to support Arkansas State University and all our communities in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's opening up a new account, online or mobile banking, or helping you with a perfect loan, our promise is to always be here for you. At Centennial Bank, we're banking with you in mind. Centennial Bank, member FDIC. Before you head out on the water, stop by the newly expanded bass fishing department at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. We have new fishing tackle from brands like Z-Man, Bandit, Hildebrandt, War Eagle, Zoom, Gary Yamamoto, and Strike King. Sharper crappie lures from brands including H&H Cajun Spins, Slater Jigs, Mr. Crappie, Grenada Lake, and Poles from Mr. Crappie, Outlaw, and B&M. We also have a great selection of rods and reels, fishing, boating, and other outdoor gear from top brands. We have it all at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. Call Central Chevrolet today and schedule your service appointment. Don't keep putting it off. Central Chevrolet's service department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, a tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Chevrolet. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Chevrolet. Professional, convenient, reliable. Schedule your service today on Stadium in Jonesboro or online at centralchevrolet.com. Visiting with new A-State head volleyball coach Brian Gerwig. I haven't flashed my lights or honked my horn or yelled at somebody once <laughs> in a week. And well, just spend a little bit more time on Red Wolf. And, well, you, know. See, you know, like, because you get here because you were here for a while, but you know, people think, and I'm one of them, until Friday afternoon, like Red Wolf Boulevard is just unbearable. No, not at all. It's the Second to None podcast presented by Simmons Bank. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast. Hi. This is Christina Ricci with Rain. Join Rain in the fight against sexual violence and volunteer in your community. Log on to rain.org. That's r a i n n . o r g to learn how you can be the someone. Brought to you by Rain and this station. 
We are the 25%. That's a quarter of all Americans, over 61 million people with a disability. And we want a world where everyone is 100% included, just like you. Easter Seals Disability Services. We are the 25.org. What if you went to your secret hiding place and found just a phone number, 1-800-662-HELP? Before drugs take their toll on you and your family, make the call. For help with drug use, call 1-800-662-HELP for free and confidential information and treatment referral, or go to samhsa.gov slash know the risks. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time, here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate still here with you. 9303776 is the number to call. Who is the worst team owner in sports? That is today's KavanaughCars.com question. Getting a little bit darker in the Northeast Arkansas area as uh, storms are continuing to roll in. Um, there are, you know, some uh, some watches and things like that around our area. However, right now, at least uh, in terms of those of you who are listening on on the radio dial, uh, nothing significant to report. But again, just be weather aware today. Make sure you have a way uh, to get updates on watches and warnings. Make sure that you charge your phone. It does not need to be in your hand all the time. Stop doom scrolling. Uh, but just be aware. I uh, do want to give you a heads up that, of course, if there's any news to report, of course, we'll let you know here on the Workday Red Zone. Cade will keep you updated. Cade and Andrew will let you know on the setup. And uh, if, if there is ever, you know, significant, severe weather and you were out and about in your vehicle and you're nervous and you need to know exactly where everything is, uh, they, they are great on 107.9 K-Fine about, you know, keeping everybody completely up to speed. They call our staff meteorologist, bring her in on the phone. So, Look, we got you covered, friends. I know uh, after a couple of years ago, you start to see forecasts like this and just the way it looks outside and everybody gets a little bit nervous. But don't don't eat yourself up with worry and anxiety. We've got so many great ways to be notified now of any storms in the area. So that way we can all keep ourselves safe. So just, just it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. 9303776 is the number to call. Checking around uh, the sports world today, uh, a lot going on in Major League Baseball. Several games already underway. Uh, Cade has been keeping tabs on the NL Central as he has got, uh, I'm sure you got a uh, Pittsburgh-Chicago score update. 6-2 to two in the bottom of the sixth. Cal Hendricks got absolutely shelled today. So not going well for the Baby Bears in PNC Park. Uh, again, one, two, three, four, five, six, six games underway. So more about just about more teams playing today than tonight. But uh, Cardinals and Royals, of course, not one of them as that game has been rained out elsewhere. Uh, Nationals over the Braves, three to one in the middle of the seventh. The Guardians, still a name that I don't know if I'll ever get used to, <laughs> blanking the Reds five to nothing in the middle of the. Fourth, also in the middle of the fourth, the Mets are up three to nothing over the Phillies, and Red Sox already a big lead over the Tigers seven to one. In the fourth and the fifth, Dodgers are leading the Twins three to nothing. Clayton Kershaw already without eight strikeouts today in four and third for LA. Turns out he's still good. No hits given up either in that game. I hope there's more people there today than there was last night. There was about 40 people in the stands when I pulled that up on MLB TV in last Minnesota? night. In Minnesota? Yeah. 
That is. Uh, there, there's about 40 people in Pittsburgh today, too, and then there's <laughs> about 20 in Cincinnati today. So, April attendance. If, look, if I was in Cincinnati, I would just not go this year. Again, uh, kind of circling back around to our question today as we're asking you about the the worst owner in sports. Um, there were definitely some comments that came out from Red's ownership that I would be grumpy about today I no if I was a fan of that team. It's the Castellinis that own the Reds. And while Phil is not the owner, Phil is technically, Phil Castellini is the owner's son. And he is the Reds' president. And yesterday when he was asked about why fans should stay loyal to a franchise that, again, at the beginning of the season completely slashed payroll and shipped out some of their better players. Oh, by the way, they haven't won a playoff series since 1995. They're basically tanking just for tanking. He says, quote, well, what are you going to do? Sell the team to who? That's the other thing. You want to have this debate. What would you do with this team to have it be more profitable, make more money, compete more in the current economic system that this game exists in? It would be to pick it up and move it somewhere else. Be careful what you ask for, end quote. So basically he threatens the fan base regarding money about moving the team when they've already slashed payroll. Like I, I would be, just be done with the Reds at that point. Yeah, I kind of... Probably would be too. Because like it's not like they had a terrible roster last year. I mean, they had Winker and Castellanos in the outfield who, when you look at like OPS numbers, were both around the top 10 of the National League all throughout the course of the year. And they just, well, they let Castellanos walk and then dealt Winker to Seattle. Bob Castellini, by the way, worth $400 million. Let's go to the phones. JD is with us on the Ritter Communications Hotline. How are you? Hi, I'm good. And I don't know the answer to your question, but I do know this. Gosh, wouldn't you hate to be a Pirate fan? I mean, if I was as a diehard a Pirate fan as like I am as passionate about the Cardinals, I just can't imagine going decade after decade without a, even a chance yeah. to get in the playoffs. You know, that would just be so frustrating. You know, in uh, in theory, I, you should at least luck into a decent ro- through drafting and development. At some point in time, you should luck into a decent roster at least one year. They they they've got they they got a, they need somebody to come in and 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 build that thing from the ground up. They're, it's just I was so shocked that they said that when the Cardinals had opening day that the Philly management, I mean the Pirate management. Wanted their people to come out and watch. Like they don't even they don't even get what a winning atmosphere is all about. That yeah. their players don't. That would that just seemed bizarre to me. But uh, I'd, I'd hate to be a pirate fan. A little comment about Albert. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came he came into camp like uh, Yachty did last year. He looks great. Looks like he's dropped some pounds. I thought, of course. When, when you're three, when you get three hits, maybe maybe that glows just on your face. But I always was the guy that said Albert's older than he says he is. But I thought he looked great last night. If anything, I thought he looked younger. And and, and it looks like he's come into camp in really good shape. And, uh, and and like you pointed out, if they use him like they're supposed to, 
against certain righties, not very many, mm-hmm. but they talked about that last night. If some guy's at toward the end of his career and he's not getting it up there, ninety nine, and and uh, uh, and he's a two pitch pitcher, he's like just slider fastball, and then Alberts might could be used on occasion. But if we use him against lefties, he's not going to kill us. I, I would ten times rather have Albert in the lineup as Matt Carpenter, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that thing last year got to where well, we were one for 47 or something. And uh, uh, and I would a lot rather have him at first base for a couple innings than I would have Carpenter. And we tried to rest Goldie a time or two with him over there last year. But uh, but I thought Albert looked great last night. Now, in, in, uh, in Yachty will be all right. The, 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 the July-August title melt a little of those little Debbies off of him this summer, I think. But Yachty looks like he's had a real happy winter right now. And uh, I noticed he was he was struggling on those pitches on the low and outside the other night. But, uh, but I, I think that the positives will offset the negatives with Albert. I wasn't sure when it happened, but... Yeah. And I, but I feel pretty good about it. I do. Just use him like you're supposed to, and it could be a special season. My big worries right now with the Cardinals is Jack Flaherty. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're not with him as good as he was two years ago. Uh, I mean, I, I like our chances in the National League, but uh, all the way through. But w- without that real uh, Ace. great cloak. Stopper without a stopper, it's going to be hard to do. But hopefully, he hopefully that uh, shoulder's not a big deal. We'll see, I guess. But uh, I, we're off to a really good start. I do know that, and I know you can't playing against Kansas City and Pittsburgh's not a good litmus test. But I, I believe we're going to score more runs this year. That'll if we if we if we got Flaherty healthy and and. And we end up in the middle of the pack in runs scored in the National League. We'll be fine because the defense is going to be the best in the league. And uh, it looks to me like we got Arenada and Goldie off to being as good as they used to be, (laughs) you know, which is something to look forward to. Uh, Hey, uh, like you said, just uh, everything will be all right. Uh, keep your eyes to the skies. And uh, it's raining. I can't work. And they rained the Cardinals out. So that ain't that's not a good combination. What in the world's going on? No, that's uh, that's too much downtime. It's too much downtime. We got to get. We got to dry it up. We got to dry this thing up a little bit. Uh, hey, and the, the you, just real briefly about the Grizz. Mm-hmm. That they've got the most awesome uh, badge of guards. I mean, it's like most teams. If your stars out as long as they've been, you're going to struggle to the point of not being almost the best record in the NBA. But I'm telling you, if you look at all the guards, Dylan Brooks has been out some, mm-hmm. and of course, Jaws been out a lot. But they just keep trotting people out there that I didn't know about until I looked them up. But 
they all play, all their guards are locked down defenders, except that Konchak or whatever, I think he's a rookie. He's a great shooter and a good passer, but he's not a lockdown defender like those other guards they throw in there. But they got guys that can score and guard you. That's a pretty good combination to have. I like their chances to make a really deep run. I do too, and I certainly hope that uh, you know that's going to be the case. That all of a sudden you don't get into the playoffs and. Desmond Bain goes cold, and Jaron Jackson starts picking up fouls. I mean, there's there's definitely some some areas of concern, but uh, they've played well enough this season that they they just keep on doing what what they do best and play to those strengths, and hopefully it'll be hopefully it'll be okay. And Jared Jack- Jackson has had some injury problems, but he's not this year. But this guy gets overlooked by the media some, but when you're 6'11", and you can handle the ball like a guard and, and shoot it all over the floor. This guy, Memphis, that's why they're so good. They've got two potential. Well, Jaws already that superstar status almost. Mm-hmm. And uh, you let him get a couple of uh, seasons in a row healthy, and I think Jackson's the same way. This guy, he's he's a player now. He, he uh, He's got a lot of skills, and he's young. Uh, I mean, if somebody will pony up the money, I could see this team being good for a long time. No doubt. No doubt. We'll see if Para does that. I, right. I got my fingers crossed. All right. Me too. You guys have a great day. You too. We'll see you. Of course, you didn't even mention, you know, Desmond Bain, who lately has been shooting. I mean, his, his ability to shoot from three is just unreal. And that shooting percentage over the past couple months, he's been about as hot as the surface of the sun. Which yeah. is which is still something, you know, if you've been a a Grizzlies fan for a long time, it still feels like I'll, I'll be honest, I still haven't fully embraced the transition of the fact that this team can shoot from deep and shoot from deep well and do it in both like quality and quantity. Because I mean, during the entire grit and grind era, it's like this team was allergic to the three ball. Um, you maybe had a shooter, and you didn't have a top-tier shooter. You had an average shooter from deep, and so it wasn't really a part of the game. And obviously, you know, that was, we're talking about a decade ago. The NBA has changed since then, and you have to have those guys that, that can threaten from deep. But um, it's not just Desmond Bain. There's so many guys on that team who can shoot, and that just gives them just a, a whole new wrinkle that, you know, we weren't used to seeing the last time this. everybody was really excited about this team and thought that this franchise could have a, a deep playoff run. But uh, more Grizzlies talk on the way this week. We're a little bit overdue for a break. Let's take one. We'll come back and wrap things up on today's Workday Red Zone. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio Network. Tax time is drive now time at Car Today because we just say yes. Yes to offering you a great selection of Carfax verified cars, trucks, and SUVs that you can buy now and pay later. Use part of your expected tax refund as a down payment and drive away today. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, no problem. Because at Car Today, we know bad things happen to good people. And all of our vehicles come with our peace of mind package included, which is free warranty, free oil changes, debt protection, sales tax finance available, and satisfaction 
guarantee. And with Tax Time at Car Today, you bring us your pay stub and we'll use part of your expected tax refund right now to get you into the car, truck, or SUV you need. So stop by Car Today and see how you really can buy now and pay later. Plus, when 10 people you refer buy a vehicle from us, we will pay off yours. It's Tax Time at Car Today. 3404 Stadium in Jonesboro or NEACarToday.com. Just say yes. Attention homeowners, if you have thought about selling your home at some point, call me now. The real estate market is crazy busy right now, and we have more buyers than sellers. Home selling in today's market can get you top dollar. Call or text me, Angie Gallagher, at 870-219-5159 for a free market analysis of your property. Whether you own in Craighead, Randolph, Lawrence, or Sharp County, we cover all of Northeast Arkansas. At United Country Scenic Rivers Realty, we are uniting hometown sellers with nationwide buyers. Guys, if you want to lose weight, if you want to get in shape, if you want to build a brand new you, you got to run by and talk to my friends at Elite Men's Health. We've all heard the talk about how a woman's hormones change as they get older, but guys, guess what? It happens to us. Our hormones change as we get older, too. And most men begin to see a drop in testosterone by the age of 30, and some people see it even before that. So why put in all the hard work to lose weight, to gain muscle, if your testosterone isn't working for you? If your test isn't right, it's going to be harder to burn fat, lose weight, and perform at your peak. You might feel run down and tired all the time, and you might feel like you have less strength or less endurance. Y'all, Elite Men's Health has worked for me. My free testosterone levels are up over 300%. So if you feel like your T-levels might be low, go by Elite for an evaluation and let them develop a plan that's perfect for your body. So if you want to feel like you did when you were in your late teens and early 20s, head to Elite Men's Health. They're in their new location, 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Rob Taylor State Farm. Or check out EliteMensHealth.com. You could keep telling yourself you're going to get your vehicle service, or you could just call Central Nissan today to schedule your service appointment. Don't put off till tomorrow what you could do today. Central Nissan Service Department is even open on Saturdays. Whether you need an oil change, tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Nissan. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Nissan. Professional, convenient, reliable. Schedule your service needs today on Parker Road in Jonesboro and online at centralnissan.net. EAB Jonesboro is looking for team members in our sales department, and we are offering a $2,000 signing bonus. EAB Jonesboro is the most listened to multimedia group in Northeast Arkansas, including K-Fine, KISS, The Wolf, The Ticket Radio Network, KBTM News Talk, and Bob FM, plus our amazing digital products. If you have media sales experience, apply today. Or if you don't have media sales experience, apply and convince us why you are the person for the job. Send your resume to Lord at eabjonesboro.com that's l-o-r-i-e at eabjonesboro.com and get your future moving in the right direction plus get a two thousand dollar signing bonus if hired become part of the largest media group in the state apply today eab jonesboro is an equal opportunity employer cancer screening can save your life begin cervical screening at age 25 at 45 colorectal and breast screening at 50 discuss lung screening with a doctor find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screen this is a public service message from the american cancer society you've already mailed it in at work today so you might as well keep it right here back to the workday red zone a story to monitor from the sports world is of course you monitor the weather today uh, clayton kershaw is dealing in minnesota He's through six, 
has 12 strikeouts <laughs> on the day, which is just uh, absurd, absurd. Uh, pretty incredible start for him so far. By the way, so he's through six, struck out 12. There's not been a runner that has reached base. He is also only at 69 pitches. Uh, so that is a very nice stat line that Kershaw has at this point in time. His Dodgers are up 3 to nothing over the Twins. But that is a very, 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 does it say very? Very good start there for Kershaw. Uh, looking elsewhere at some headlines, uh, do you want to give everybody a heads up? As I know everybody is, is watching the weather today but uh our area this listening area is is under a tornado watch we are going to be until later on this evening so again just make sure that uh, you take a minute today to charge your phone maybe just even put your put your uh phone on low battery for the rest of the day in case you need to to keep it juiced and then just make sure you have some way to receive weather alerts as uh, there is some bad weather moving into this area just want to make sure everybody is is prepared. We'll keep you as updated as we possibly can throughout the course of the afternoon here on the ticket. So no worries there about missing any news or information if you're you're tuned in to us and uh, wanting to keep tabs on the sports world as well. Uh, Wrapping it up by one more time looking at the uh, baseball world. Uh, We mentioned yesterday. So the weirdest thing in, in sports yesterday definitely happened in that Timberwolves and Clippers game with that crazy lady trying to super glue herself to the court but the funniest thing from the sports world yesterday absolutely came to us from major league baseball uh last night we've already seen in some non-competitive games position players pitching doesn't happen a lot but when it does everybody always has to take note and last night the braves were up big on the washington nationals in fact it was 13 to 4 in the eighth so The Nationals did what all teams do and brought in a veteran guy to throw the ninth. Um, That was D. Strange Gordon. Of course, he is a career infielder by trade. And when they brought him into pitch, he was throwing like 50 mile an hour heat. And if you haven't seen it yet, late in that game, he hit Travis Darno with a pitch. A pitch that was clocked at a whopping 52 miles an hour. So how does Darno deal with being plunked? Basically, he dies at home plate. <laughs> <laughs> he takes one to the shoulder and he just falls out. I've seen dudes get hit in the head and not reacted like Darno did last night. But he just, he falls out, man. He looks like he got shot and just, uh, it was, it was Pretty good stuff. After he was able to get back up, uh, everybody had a good laugh about it. But, yeah, I think, uh, you know, a couple people out there might have added Darno to their prayer list. Pretty funny. It, It was actually really, really funny. And thankfully, it looks like everybody took it mostly in stride. Nobody from the Nationals got too mad. I didn't see... D. Strange Gordon freaking out. Everybody kind of had a laugh about it. There was not any conversations about unwritten rules or showing anybody up like we saw with Giants and Padres and all of that mess and whatever else. So, good times. Good times. All right, everybody, be safe. We're out today. I appreciate Keith Merritt joining us for Hour 1. Also, thank you to MJ, Debbie, and Shaw 
for joining us on the phone to talk a little Arkansas State Women's Golf. We'll have that interview for you up later at 953thetickets.com. Keep it here. The setup with Kate and Andrew is next, followed by The Drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the front row with Budrow at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. We'll be back tomorrow at noon. So, for Kate, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great and safe afternoon.